Hey Siri. I'm listening. Define normality. Normality means the condition of being normal, the state of being usual, typical, or expected. No, not normality, normality. Here's what I found. All right. Well, we are in uncharted territory. I'm Gordon Berry, and this is Normalogy. Big greetings to you, peace, love, and joy zooming your way. I'm Gordon Berry, and welcome to Normalogy. This is the study of a misperceived everyday person, place, thing, or idea. I'm a Normalogy coach with a keen awareness of these subtleties. Join us on this new podcast as we investigate the mundane together. We will uncover many unexpected and paradigm-shifting lessons. And before we dive into this podcast, I want to open it up with a beautiful quote from a Japanese writer by the name of Aiyazawa, and she says, People can't be just tied together. They have to connect. Otherwise, they'll find themselves bound hand and foot. This week on Normalogy, we're talking bowling, allergies, and what we can do on a daily basis to stop metaphorically sneezing. Frank is 19. He grew up in Norcross, Georgia, and he speaks at the wrong time, so his points are often disregarded or, frankly, unheard. He talks more when he's nervous and less when he's comfortable. He tells cheesy jokes, and he often forgets the punchline. He's somewhat blind to boundaries, which makes him more free than many of us, but it also makes him harder to be around. He's a slim culture body with smooth, dark skin. However, he has yet to feel comfortable within it. Jada has lived a sheltered life, safe and sound, growing up in a big city, yet insulated from even the honks of the taxis on the streets below. Her homes have always been nice, and her parents have spoiled her and treated her well. She's 5'3", with brown hair, and she'll go off like a stick of dynamite if you ever muster up the courage to call her short, small, or skinny. Her body is important to her, and Jada is her own biggest critic. I want you to imagine. It's five o'clock on a Friday afternoon. You've had a long week of school or a long week at work. You're headed out of the doors of the, the school or the office. 
and your bro calls you up your gal calls you up and they're they're saying yo yo let's go bowling tonight and in your mind it's like fireworks are being set alight and you're kicked back relaxed and enjoying the sky lit up with all kinds of different colors that is what's taking place in your mind as your friend is asking you to go bowling and so you respond jubilantly yes i would love to go bowling and this is what is going on in the mind of frank right now as his bro calls him up and he is invited to go to bolero tonight when we get back from the break we'll see how frank goes from bowling gutters to bowling strikes just by shifting his body from one side of the lane to another to open up his perception and hit a pin that he didn't see because it was blocked by a pin that he did. Here we are at Bolero. The low rumbling sounds of bowlers bowling around Frank are rattling his ribcage. He's standing in the center of the lane with a 14 pound weight pressed tightly against his chest. Right now, his eyes are closed. He's feeling the vibrations of the lane underneath his feet. He's imagining what he should see if his eyes were to be open. He would see pins at the end of the lane. He would see a line at his toes. He would see gutters to the left and to the right. So he opens his eyes and he sees what he imagined. He sees the pins at the end of the lane. He sees the guiding lines in the center of the lane. He sees the line where his toes are and the gutters at the edge of the lane. So Frank takes another deep breath he presses the bowling ball tighter to his chest. And then in a quick whipping motion, he moves the ball from his chest to behind his back and the ball is rolling down the alley at a carefully planned trajectory. Frank is right-handed and the ball is, is spinning left but it has a slight backspin. He figured he calculated it perfectly. He figured it would go straight and straight with a slight curve to the left and hit right in between the first pin and the second pin and he would get the strike that he planned for. But that wasn't the case. He bowled the ball like how he always bowls the ball. So it curved more and more and more left. And eventually, it was in the gutter. And Frank closed his eyes again. And he imagined that every pin was knocked down and when he opened his eyes, every pin was still standing upright. He turned around, not looking at the pins again. He walked back to his seat and he reflected. The birds are chirping and the bees are buzzing. The flowers are blooming and blossoming. It's springtime. And Jada knows it. She's been sneezing all day. Her eyes are puffy and watery, with a hint of red in the corner of each one. Her throat is itchy. She feels a pressure in her head, like it's a headache, but 
It's almost like a balloon is being blown up inside of her skull. But the air is never released. Jada has been struggling with allergies for many, many years now, and she's tried many different medications for it. Nasal sprays, pills. She's even gotten shots in her arms in hopes that some of these symptoms would be silenced. But nothing was to avail, and Jada has had to live with this every single spring, and it makes her irritable. It makes her uneasy. It makes her tense. And so Jada's walking into a Starbucks now. She's crossing the threshold, and as she crosses it, there's one more sneeze, and she's finally in a state of ease because the pollen has subsided as she enters the store. She's in the Starbucks and she's looking at the menu and she decides to order her normal. A tall black coffee with two creams. It's a basic order. It's pretty simple. Hardly anybody could get it wrong. She tells the cashier and she waits at the other end of the counter to pick it up. When she tastes her coffee, it only has one cream, not two. And she knows this because she's ordered this coffee so many times from this same Starbucks. She makes a comment. She wants her coffee with two creamers, not one. Most people would think to themselves, this is something so small, so minute. Why would anybody stress over one creamer? But Jada was different. She's used to getting everything in perfection. She's used to getting everything in excellence. Her parents would give her nothing less. So she expects nothing less from anybody. Whether it's a stranger, whether it's her family, whether it's her teacher, it doesn't matter who you are. If it's not perfect, it's not good. And that was her mentality. Frank is ready to bowl again. He pulls himself out of a mental slump by stretching. He reaches his hands above his head, clasps them together, and he pushes them towards the ceiling fan. He's standing on his tippy toes, and a slight yawn escapes his lips. He smiles, he releases the tension, and he eases back down until his feet are flat. He reaches his hand down and he picks up the bowling ball and he puts his three fingers into the three holes. He pulls the bowling ball close to his chest, but this time, a different image is in his mind. This time, instead of seeing the lane as if he's knocked down all of the pins, he sees the lane as if it has always been empty. There were never any pins there for him to knock down. Frank is bowling down an alley that has never had any pins. There is never anything impeding him from a strike. No matter where he bowls the ball, it will always be a strike. And so Frank sees the line at his toes. He still sees the gutters to the side. Frank holds the ball closer to his chest. He closes his eyes even tighter. He takes a deep breath in. He opens his eyes. 
and he exhales. He doesn't see anything, but the success that he's already painted in his mind. The lane is empty. There's nothing to knock down. He whips his arm behind him, and he whips it forward, and the ball is rolling. The rumbling shakes his rib cage again. His eyes are wide open this time. He knows there's nothing to miss. There's nothing to hit. It's only strikes for him. And the ball is rolling. It's hooking left. But it started further right. It hooks a little bit further left. And the ball hits in between the first pin and the second pin. And every single pin falls down. It's a strike. But Frank never saw any pins. He saw the ball rolling straight down that alley and nothing was going to impede it. Frank saw a strike because he didn't see any obstacle in his way that would prevent him from one. Frank has been through many ups and downs in his life. People have made fun of him. They've laughed at him. They've jeered him and hazed him. But because of his willingness to forget, just like he forgets the punchlines of his cheesy jokes, he's been able to paint new pictures. Just like he's blind to boundaries, which makes some people uncomfortable, he's able to live limitless. Being able to reposition himself in an alley of emptiness instead of an alley of obstacles allowed him to achieve the strike that he desired, the strike that he imagined, the strike that he envisioned. Frank has a beautiful ability to forget and a beautiful ability to readjust. And because of that ability, Frank found success in bowling. And with that same ability, Frank finds success in his life. The fortified palace that Jada was raised in has left her vulnerable. Her parents and family have overinflated her worth and the currency in which she values herself is no longer of any value. It's of no meaning. She's 5'3", ready to blow up on anybody that calls her short. Yet it's her own attitude that is short. It's her own perception that is small and skinny. Jada's behavior in the Starbucks, whether she got one creamer or two, wasn't practical. Yet everybody has to treat her in a manner that's ideal. We all have work to do because we all have portions of us that are represented in the figure of Jada. And as we all push forward to better ourselves, we'll see that even though we're not comfortable with ourselves now, we have to expand those parts of us that have been fortified and protected and boosted up under some sort of safe haven, whether that's words or an actual structure. Once we push those things out like the sneeze, because the allergies are all symbolic, 
to the protection that we felt for so long, but when we let it out, when they are expelled from us and the confines of our internal selves, it's only then that the true comfort will surround us. And that's not a comfort that confines us, nor is it a comfort that will cause us harm in the future. It's a comfort in which we earned because we made it through the grit, because we made it through the grime, because we made it through the sludge, with a smile on our face and a heart filled with gratitude. So in summary, Frank went from bowling gutters to bowling strikes by changing his mental picture. Instead of seeing an alley that is full of pins that he had to knock down, he saw the alley as already empty. There was nothing for him to hit. There was nothing for him to knock down. There was nothing that was blocking his strike. It was already there. He just had to let the ball go. He just had to forget and let go. And that's exactly what he did. And he taught us about success as he did that. And Jada, likewise, sheltered, protected. She taught us how to overcome a sheltered life. Her sneezing is symbolic to breaking out of those confines, our places of comfortability, our places of safe haven. We have to let them go. We have to expel them from our inner dimensions and be free. Adjusting to a new and unfamiliar world can be difficult. The picture you create in your mind will dictate your strikes or your gutters, your success or lack of success. Whether you're bowling or struggling with allergies, humiliated or adjusting to an unfamiliar world, create a mental picture free of obstacles and let boundaries be ever expanding. I'm Gordon Berry and this is Normalogy. Thanks for listening and stay tuned. New episodes of Normalogy will be airing every Sunday. Tell a friend and let's increase the listenership together. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure to leave a five-star review. Comment, like, and subscribe wherever you're listening. It really would help. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Normalogy Coach. N-O-R-M-A-L-O-G-Y Coach. I look forward to hearing from you. Take care, be kind, and send it forward.